Hello, welcome to Mikey Pod Podcast, episode 253 for March 5th, 2018. Today's guest is comedian, composer, and filmmaker Lauren Mall. D- uh, I left out delightful. Delightful comedian, composer, and filmmaker Lauren Mall. And I'm your host, Michael Heron. I'm a composer, pianist, electronic musician, storyteller, and vegan activist based in New York City. On this podcast, I have conversations with activist artists who use their creativity to change the world. I've been sending this podcast to your... You know what? I don't like that either. Every week, I'm trying to figure out a better way to say this. I have conversation with activist artists who use their creativity to change the world. What do you think of that one? Well, let me know. <laughs> I've been sending this podcast to your ears for a little over 12 years. Subscribe with the colorful buttons on the right-hand side of the blog post you're looking at right now if you haven't subscribed already, or it's down at the bottom of the main page at MikeyPod.com. Listen, that's what you got to do. If you want to get this podcast every single week delivered to your device, to your computer, it's pretty much those are the places that it'll go to. I guess a computer is a device, but that's okay to call it a device because a device kind of means like a phone or a phone and a computer is a computer. <sighs> if you'd like to know more about me, stop by my website at michaelherron.com. Hit me up on social media everywhere as at Michael Heron. Leave a voicemail at 347-460-1753 or email me at mikeypod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, all of y'all. Seriously, I know you have a choice in podcasts. There are many of them out there in the world. You're listening to mine right now, and that's pretty cool. I appreciate it. This week, starting today, those of you who are listening to this in uh, real time, well, yeah, the people that, oh, God. There's layers of things happening. Uh, patrons have already listened to this for two days. If you're um, a person that isn't a patron, you're listening to this podcast for free on Monday, also the day that I'm starting a 30-day wellness program with coaches Mark Wood and Jamie Robinson. I'm really super excited about this. I won a contest they were giving, and I think I mentioned it last week. Uh, they're both vegan, athlete, uh, nutrition, just experts, amazing, amazing guys. And I won this contest where for 30 days, they're going to both coach me through um, – Uh, exercise and diet and listen like it's pretty legit like uh, Mark is coming over twice this week and every week for the month of March um, to cook food with me for the next three days so I'll see him twice a week cooking food Um, and then Jamie is coming over twice a week and we're working out come on like this is really great like there's there's literally no excuse (laughs) to not do this for 30 days. Um, and I'm really excited. I keep, uh, I don't know. It was, no, I was already out of that system when I started doing this podcast. There was a time. Think back, children, gather around, gather around (laughs) back in 2000, early 2000s, I guess it was. God, it was a really long time ago. I need to stop being like, oh, I used to. I mean, cause I did, I used to be very into having a great diet and working out and it just was what I did. And I just did it, like, and I didn't screw around. And then I stopped doing that, and I haven't gotten back to it. And honestly, like, I'm sitting here in this chair right now. I don't feel great about where my body is. Like, granted, I'm much older. Whatever. I'm older. Um, I don't have a super active lifestyle. I run a fair amount. I mean, as it goes, like, I think that I have maybe a, a average to a little above average lifestyle. But still, like, I have a lot of dead weight I'm carrying around. And that's not to say anything other than 
it feels uncomfortable. And I feel aware of my body being a like lumpy <laughs> in all the wrong places. So I'm excited to like potentially have some more energy. Um, definitely have a better diet for 30 days and start habits. Like I'm really entering this month wanting to change my lifestyle. And like two awesome people are helping me with this. So it's really great. I'm super excited. I want to learn how to, you know, whatever. It's just an interesting time, like especially my guests um, that I've had over the past couple of weeks. And then Lauren, you're going to hear more of this like goodness and great, like mm, positive. Ah, it's, saying positivity just feels a little corny, but you know what I mean? Like, uh, well, you'll know when you listen, like there's, I feel like I'm right on the cusp of having a shift and this whole exercise diet thing is happening, which really is needed and a lot of like creative people are coming to my life with a similar a similar vibe of this just like hey yeah like people who are just doing the thing that they do and doing it in the way that they do it which I've been doing too but not as genuinely and sincerely as I'd like to so I'm feeling really excited like I feel like the universe is like pointing people toward me and pointing me in a direction that feels really great. Uh, so I'll keep you posted, of course, here on the podcast. I'm going to start uh, on my YouTube channel vlogging about this process too. I really want to document it and try to make myself accountable as in as many ways as possible. Uh, yeah, so great. Um, yeah, whatever. I think that's all I want to check in with this week. Um, yeah, let's let's jump right into like the magic of this podcast. Um, but if you if you'd like this always free podcast and the many other things I create, tell a friend, leave a review, like, subscribe, all of those things, and especially I'd love your support at Patreon.com/slash Michael Heron, where you can get access to all kinds of cool stuff in exchange for as little as a dollar a month. I'd love to connect with you there, and I'd love your help in covering the expenses for this free podcast and the other content I create everywhere. And you know, this reminds me, I have a new patron this week. Uh, Jessica, welcome to the world of my Patreon page. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. And yeah, I think that's it. Let's jump into a song. Listen, Lauren Mall, she is a comedian. I mentioned all this already in the beginning of the show. A comedian, a composer, a filmmaker. She's done this awesome project called, she has so many projects. Um, when I was like sort of researching, getting ready for the show, um, I she's got a lot going on. And um, the one we're going to be mainly talking about is an album called Apologies from Men, the album, where she's taken infamous male apology statements and she's turned them into these videos with, made with paper dolls that she made herself and she wrote songs, put all of, she, she basically set these apologies to music. Come on. Like... It's so good. So we're going to listen to one of these apologies and then hop right into the interview. This is a short apology by Dustin Hoffman from Lauren Mall. Oh, I have the utmost respect for women. I have the utmost respect. And I feel terrible because I have the utmost respect. And I, I am sorry And I feel terrible I'm sorry It's not reflective of who I am 
uncomfortable situation I, I am sorry And I feel terrible I'm sorry, it's not reflective of who I am I'm sorry, it's not reflective of who I am I'm sorry, it's not reflective of who I am That was Lauren Mall, and Lauren Mall is joining me right now on the podcast. Thanks so much for joining me, Lauren. Uh, thank you for having me. This is great. Yeah, I'm super excited to talk to you. I love, this is another one of those like podcast moments that uh, Bianca sent me your stuff, and I was like, oh my God, this is great, and it's perfect, because I love talking to people who do, like, sort of, I don't would you call your work activist work, or life world changing work or am I like over speaking here? Oh no, of course. I like to think of it as just like art, like activism through art, like using my art to just like inspire goodness, you know, um, and just like spread joy. Um, Uh. even my dad will say things like, Oh Lauren, you don't do it for the money. You do it to spread your joy. And it's like, Oh dad, you get me. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. We should, before we get too far away from the song we just listened to, which is part of your project apologies from men the album it's a whole uh it's a whole group of songs that are apologies from men set to music um that was the kevin's uh, the dustin hoffman apology what like where did this idea come from uh well i i sometimes i get so frustrated if i don't have ideas um and so i just try to open myself up because for a while like right after october i was in kind of a like a creative rut and I was just feeling really down about things. Like I just finished a web series that like didn't do very well and uh, like nobody really watched it. And so I was just like bummed out, like, Oh man. Um, and so I went and just tried to like fill myself up with like other creativity, um, just kind of consume art rather than create it for a minute. And so my husband took me to a concert and I was just sitting there looking at the stage and the musicians like playing together and having fun and the audience like singing along. And I was like, this is what I want to make next. Like I want to create this kind of experience, um, play music with my friends on stage and have the audience sing along, but have it be political and, uh, and meaningful. Um, and so at that time, the Louis C.K. apology had just come out um, and it just at one one part of it like made me happy that like yes this is all coming to light but the other part of me was like but he never said sorry this is not an apology <laughs> like this is such a bs statement um and so then i used that anger plus my inspiration of being at the concert to be like hey i'm going to turn these apologies into songs have the audience sing them all like a big fun sing along and try to turn something fun out of this whole mess yeah, and then it really works too, like because the the lyrics of the apology songs are the actual apologies, right? It's, yeah, you use the exact words mm-hmm, verbatim. But I just would, like in the case of Louis, I had to cut out a bunch of stuff because it's like super long. So the whole part about like his manager Dave Becky and all that in there, I'm like, eh, whatever. I'm gonna cut this part out. 
boring. Um, (laughs) The Harvey Weinstein or Harvey Weinstein one, um, he has this whole Jay-Z quote that's not actually from a Jay-Z song. (laughs) Like he totally misquotes it. So I just cut it out and replace it with the line like, here's the part where I misquote Jay-Z just to make it like, (laughs) (laughs) but that's the only time I would like add stuff to the apology. Like otherwise it's verbatim and I just choose what to like repeat and I put it into meter, which is like very fun to do. Yeah. Like it's the lyrics sound so ridiculous. Like, like putting it in the song, like makes perfect sense. When I started listening to them, I was like, of course this is what should happen with these. Thank you so much, because I know you're a composer. And so, like, you hear music, I'm sure, in a lot of places. Um, And there's such a musicality to language. And people always, like, rhyme stuff accidentally and, like, don't even know it. Like, there are so many accidental rhymes in these apologies that's like, this works great (laughs) as a song. Uh, uh, There's even a a spot in the Louis C.K. video where you point that out, right? You said, (laughs) And I forgot, like, when I was watching it the first time, I was like, oh, that's kind of funny that like, well, you know, because then I then I remember, like, wait a minute, this is how Louis C.K. wrote it. These weren't your lyrics, so yeah. it's really funny to like. Oh yeah, it's it's really interesting the way, not to be too like arty farty about the whole thing, but it's interesting the way it like becomes different things just by being the thing that it is. So it's super yeah. cool. Thank you. Uh, music is just like so magical. I just think it's one of the most magical things that exists. Um, and I do a lot of work with like senior citizens and like music therapy. Like we, I do a monthly, um, sing along at a nursing home and it's so fun to see people with Alzheimer's like totally come back to life, um, and be so with it. Cause they know all the words to these like classic songs. Um, and so music is just like so powerful, so special. And so it can even turn bad, <laughs> bad words and bad situations into like yeah, we can sing along with this. Is there ever a point when you're doing like a project like this where it feels sort of like you're betraying the issue in a way by by putting it lightly? Or does it feel like a, always natural to, to do something like this? Oh, I, I just, I always try not to offend the victims or like the survivors of these, of this harassment and, you know, these rapes and things, you know, like I don't want the survivors to feel like they're ever the butt of the joke. Like the butt of the joke is always like squarely on the men and how bad these apologies are. Um, so I hope that it like comes across that like I'm belittling the men and like, you know, rooting for the survivors in this. Um, and it was really nice because like the, the women from the whole Louis CK thing, like they, um, a few of them like retweeted and like shared the Louis CK video, the music video. So I was, I was like, okay, I must be doing something right. I'm glad that they get it, that it's like, this is for them, you know? Oh yeah. That must've been a cool moment to realize, to see that start happening. Totally. That, that made it like all worth it for me. I was like, you know what? Good. I'm glad that I'm on the right track because I'd never want to offend someone who's gone through something like that. Like they've been through enough. (laughs) I just want to add a little joy to the world. I don't want to detract from their suffering. Um, I just want to, you know, like flip it, you know, turn it, turn it into something a little goofy so we can start healing from it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It seems like it it does that. And also like really does like make, like narrow the focus on how ridiculous these apologies were, you know, like it's, yeah, very choice. Thank you. I just want the men to be belittled by this. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have succeeded. Okay. Uh, it, yeah, and if the songs didn't do it, the videos are like amazing. Did you do the videos by yourself? Did you create them? 
Yes, I did it all by hand. And actually, one of my friends, uh, Chase O'Donnell, who actually sings on the album, when we were in the studio recording, she was like, I got to say, those videos are great. Like, whoever does them. And I was like, I actually do all the videos <laughs> and like every part of it too. Like there's no part of it that's like not, not done by my hands. Um, I do all the filming and editing and all that stuff. Um, and so it was just fun to, to see like the look on her face, like, Oh my God, that's all you. It's like, yep. Takes a ton of time. Um, but I believe in like, you're an artist, you get it. It's like the currency of thoughtfulness. Like if you put a lot of thought and love and joy into something, when someone else watches that art or listens to it or experiences it, they feel that thoughtfulness and that love and joy that you put in, if you put in enough of it, you know? And so I really wanted to take my time with these videos and put like a whole bunch of thoughtfulness and thoughtful details in them. So that way you can watch them like multiple times and then realize like, oh yeah, I missed that part. Um, so yeah, I just wanted it to be personal and handmade and, you know, very thoughtful. Oh, that like, <laughs> I don't want to get too like sappy right now. That I literally got chills at that thought because I never thought of things that way. I like in my artistic world and I'm having to get to the other side of it because I don't have money. <laughs> there are so many things that I'm like, oh, I need to hire a videographer to do this thing, this project I want to do. And more and more I'm getting to like, or you could just do it yourself yes. and like do your best. Yes. Cause I don't have like, you know, <laughs> everything I pay for is just like out of pocket. Like I'll save up money to work on projects. Like my little LLC has its own little bank account. So once I have enough little like spare change in there, I can, you know, fund a little project. Um, just basically meaning that I can like feed people <laughs> if I work with, with them. Um, but I just, yeah, I feel like it's better to spend uh, time rather than money, you know? And if you can really, if you have the time to do all those things yourself, like do them rather than, than pay. So, cause down the line, like, you know, money will come, but like, if you keep doing it long enough, money will come, but it's like, will that make the art better? And it's like a lot of times it doesn't, you know? Mm. Um, there's great, like, you know, the Quincy Jones interview that came out that was just so awesome. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. He had this great line in there about how like when money comes up, God leaves the room. And, uh, and I'm not like a big Christian or anything. I'm, I'm a pagan, honestly. I'm a little witchy. Um, but I totally believe that like the, the magic and the love will like leave the room as soon as it becomes about money. And so I try to have my projects be like, as cheap (laughs) as possible and have them be like free for people to consume as well. Like all these videos are totally free to watch online. Um, but if you do want to buy the album, all the proceeds from the album sales, they go to rain the rape abuse and incest uh, national network. I love these conversations because we had never met. I just learned about your work that I'm like, Oh my God, let's keep talking forever. (laughs) (laughs) The, uh, I want to ask one quick question about the videos just from a like process standpoint. I think this is good for like, quote unquote, non-artist people to think about too. Like when, when you had the idea for these videos, do, like, do you have any background in like creating this type of thing or is it just, are you self-taught in this realm? Oh, totally. Uh, very much self-taught. Um, I did take, I was a theater major in college. And so I did take set design and construction, which was so much fun. So now I know how to like use power tools and build things and also make like model sets. Um, and so that really came in handy. And I actually sent my professor, um, she's this awesome lady, Robin, I sent her some photos of one of the sets like, Hey, look, this is from my, (laughs) the training I got in your class. Um, 
because it's just all that, all that comes back, you know? Um, but also I played with the dolls a lot as a kid. And so uh-huh. I'd, <laughs> it's like 50% like arts training in college and then 50% just like playing with dolls. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's, that adds that like, uh, thoughtfulness that you were talking about because it's very much like I can see what your personality is like from looking at these videos you know like seeing what you put together that's super cool super cool (laughs) thank you Michael so all like all of these different sort of mediums or art forms you combine what or was there like a journey of deciding to start putting these things together was there did they ever feel like like little separate things that you knew how to do that you ultimately started combining? Oh, that is a great question. Cause like they all had been separate. And when I was like in Chicago living and like doing comedy there, I had a lot of um, just like co collaborators tell me like, you know, maybe you should just focus on one thing if you want to be successful. And I was like, uh, just that like made me bristle. Like I would rather be happy than successful. And like, it makes me happy to like kind of do all these things. Like I don't want to have to focus on one thing. I want to go where kind of like the, the muses lead me, you know? And, um, and so when I moved to New York, I was like, you know what, maybe I should just start kind of combining these things. And I read this great article in bust magazine, um, with one of the ladies from pussy riot. And she said that, if you make art, combine everything you know how to do and put it into one project. And she says, like, she knows it's going to be great. Um, and so I really used that. I was like, that's a, that's great advice. Like combine everything, you know, and put it into one piece. And so that's what I did with this. I was like, okay, here's, here's everything I got. <laughs> ah, that's so cool. And then it, ah, oh, I love it. I, a part of why I get so excited about this stuff is because I think I'm still kind of in that In a world of like not feeling, uh, I'm wanting everything I do to have some sort of undetermined, like special polish to it rather than just being a sincere, you know, I think in a way it, it holds, it holds me back from just doing things. Like, I think that's why I get so excited about your work because it seems apparent that you just said, oh, this is the project I'm going to do. And you followed your creativity and made this amazing sort of piece with all these different facets to it and uh i it's i it, i find that inspiring oh thank you i love the expression um better done than perfect and so like in my i teach a producing class so i always tell like the producers like hey it's better done than perfect you know because you can like butts with something forever and it's never going to be totally perfect but like just just get it out there have it be as good as it can be <laughs> as long as you're proud of it you know but just get it done and also like um it's good that you're seeing this in yourself because if you see this then you know that like you can change it um, and just start, you know, making more stuff that you feel good about and just want to do, you know, do it for fun rather than like uh, a certain endpoint, a specific endpoint, because sometimes that never happens, you know, projects come and go. And like, I try to have um, like with each project, I try to think like, well, what would I hope to manifest with this? And just like kind of one thing. And if that happens, then, Hey, I'm good. Um, because if you don't have, uh, like if you don't manage your own expectations, like it can be kind of hard to know when something is successful or when it's done, you know? Yeah. And then it's easy for it just to sort of languish unseen, <laughs> you know, because if you get in that place of like not knowing what done is supposed to look like, quote unquote, 
then it just never goes anywhere. And then you don't make the next thing Mm -hmm. and no one even sees this thing and you're not doing anything and it's terrible, sad land. (laughs) You are doing something so right with this podcast. I love listening to the other episodes and like reading about it. So keep doing what you're doing with this podcast because it's great. (laughs) All right. Done and done. Um, your web comic is that still happening comfortable girl comic I saw just a couple episodes or a couple of versions of it (laughs) thanks it just is like uh, it's like a fun outlet for me like if something happens in my everyday life where I'm like this is kind of like a Ziggy cartoon but if Ziggy was a white lady um, and so I I just like do these little doodles sometimes Um, but I did it a lot more in Chicago but I don't do it so much now but the mood has to strike me like the idea comes and then I'll I'll put it on the blog. Thank you for reading those. It's just fun. Like it's a fun little outlet. Well, the one with the uh, comedian, the one, there was a woman, I guess your character in the, in the strip, uh, nothing like explaining a comic strip to like strip all of the comedy <laughs> out of it. Audio, audio <laughs> comic strip. I'm actually going to abandon that description. If anybody wants to know what I'm talking about, you should go check out the comfortable girl comic. Um, while we're on that subject, where is, we should talk about your album release. It's March 9th. Is that right? Yeah. Next Friday, March 9th, it comes out. So, or whenever this podcast airs, but yeah, March 9th, I am excited. Um, I uploaded it all through DistroKid. And so they put it on iTunes and Amazon and Google play and all that stuff. Um, and so it'll all be ready. You can, it's up for pre-sale as well. So if you want to buy it ahead of time, again, all the proceeds from that album, I'm going to donate to rain. Um, so yes, all, I won't make any money off of harass, like the, the pain that these people went through, you know, it's like, I don't want to make a, I don't want to turn a profit on this thing. Like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like blood money. It's like, I don't want that. I don't want that, that money. Let's take it, let's send it to somewhere good. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for the album to come out. But you know, when I first uploaded it through DistroKid, it got rejected because I used the men's full names in the song titles. You really? know, are like the Louis C.K. apology set to music and they blocked it. And so <laughs> I had to re-upload it and just take out their last names. <laughs> Oh, wow. That's interesting. Yeah. So I had like one very stressful morning where they were like, sorry, all your songs have been denied. And I was like, no. (laughs) But this was my plan. Yeah, I got because how are the proceeds going to go anywhere then if I can't like sell it? Come on. Um, So finally, I just did the whole thing of like, well, it's easier to ask forgiveness than permission. And I'm just going to like try to root around the problem and try to, you know, finagle another way, (laughs) not change any of the tracks, just change the names slightly. And it worked. So. Oh, perfect. Uh, I love it. So this, this podcast goes up on March 5th. So if you're listening, you've got time to make plans to go. Where's the, uh, there's an album release show too, right? Yeah. Oh, the big concert. That's the thing I'm probably most excited for. And that's at the People's Improv Theater, um, March 9th at 9.30 p.m. Um, and a lot of the girls who sing on the album are going to be there on stage singing with me. It's going to be like a big Fleetwood Mac concert, but without any of the drama or cocaine. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, just going to be fun. Like, you know, that that old super group from the 70s and 80s, uh, the Traveling Wilburys? Oh, yeah. Just the 80s, but it was like Roy Orbison, Bob Dylan, <laughs> Tom Petty, uh, George Harrison, like all these great guys. Um, so I think of the traveling Woolberries, but we're like the female comedian version of that group. 
That sounds amazing. Uh, it sounds great. So, so I, I have, like, I want to shout out the gals' names. It's uh, Jen Kwok, Allison Greenfield, Kate Weber, Alexa Smith, and Talia Robinson. Um, and Chase O'Donnell's in L.A., so she can't make it. Um, but all the other gals will be there in fabulous, fabulous costumes. And it's all, are you all going to be singing at the same time at any point? Uh, yes, the Charlie Rose song is like a fake Christian rock hit called I Do Believe. <laughs> so they're all going to come out and we're going to like sway like we're in a mega church and sing the chorus all together. So, <laughs> Oh, my God. OK, I'm <laughs> super on board. I like it's I was like, oh, maybe I'll try to make it to that. I'll be there. I'm, yeah. I'm convinced. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Because I want to meet you in person. That'd be so fun. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's got to happen. <laughs> yeah. So. Where is the best place to track you down online? Where should people follow you, website, all that stuff? Oh, uh, laurenmall.com or laurenmall.org. They go to the same place. Um, and there you can read all the stuff about Apologies for Men, see my other projects. Um, just my production company website is mallface.com. Um, and that just has the stuff from the production company, like a musical I did and a little spooky web series. Um, so yeah, that's more like filmmaking stuff. If you want to look at, like spend some rainy afternoon looking at silly movies. I uh, love it. Just like today, the, yes. it's, as we record, it's a rainy afternoon. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Um, and if you're listening to this there, I, I, I actually can't remember if I cleared this with you. Are you willing to do a bonus little interview for, uh, my bonus content after this? Of course. I just have to get off the phone at 2.30 because I have another interview then. But <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll be super quick. So yeah. th- I love it. Like this is meta moment. <laughs> meta moment. This, this interview has been such a pleasure. Like you are such a delight to talk to. And I feel like we've been drinking tea this whole time in the same room. Oh, I love it. So. <laughs> oh, well, thanks so much for being on the podcast. And you can hear more um, on Patreon.com. And thank you so much. There are no words to express oh. my sorrow and regret oh. for the pain I've caused others by words and actions. To the people I've hurt, oh. I am truly sorry. Oh. As I am writing this, I realize the depth and the damage of disappointment I have left behind at home and at NBC. true or mischaracterized but there isn't enough truth in these stories to make me feel embarrassed and ashamed i regret that my shame is now shared by people i cherish dearly repairing the damage will take a lot of time and it's a subject i'm committed to beginning that I am
was Lauren Mall with Matt Lauer's apology. I love this project so much. Wasn't that a great interview? Thanks for being on the show, Lauren. And thank you for listening. As you might suspect, this is the part of the show where I read uh, reviews. Again, no reviews. That's okay. There's always next week. And I'm really looking forward to one of you, just one of you, leaving a review. I even asked someone personally whose name I'm not going to name. That person did not leave a review, so we have no reviews right now. I want you all to just sit there (laughs) and think about what you've done. All right. I hope you feel ashamed. (laughs) No, not ashamed. Never mind. Um, I thought I had a thing that I say at the end of the show, but I guess I don't. Uh, Leave a review, five star, four star, whatever you want to do. Go to the places, subscribe to the stuff. Say hi on social media. Send me a message if you like this podcast. And if you don't, send me your complaints. I'm actually really into hearing that. And uh, have a great week. I'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening. And listen, I think I've been on a roll. Has it been two months since I've skipped a week? Things are looking up for this here podcast, y'all. Anyway, thanks for listening. Um, And I'll see you Friday night at Lauren's album release show. And, of course, support these artists you hear on this podcast and Go buy the music. Stream it on Spotify because that matters too. And okay, I'm just going to stop now. Talk to you later. I love you. Bye.